Oh, hey, hey there. My name is Aaron Dowd. In case it's not obvious yet, this show is for anyone who wants to make a great podcast. If you're interested in learning how to start a podcast, grow an audience, or improve at all the various skills that are a part of being a podcaster, this show is for you. So in this trailer episode, I'm going to share my backstory and talk about why I decided to start this podcast, who this show is for, and what topics I'll be covering in future episodes. As I mentioned earlier, my name is Aaron, and I'm a podcast producer and editor from Fort Worth, Texas. I started helping people make podcasts back in 2013. I was a full-time editor, producer, and consultant for a small podcast network and a bunch of independent shows for several years around that time before I joined Simplecast, which is a podcast hosting and analytics platform, in late 2017 to be their customer success lead. Uh, my job for the past six years has basically been to answer questions and help people make great podcasts. So I started this podcast in 2015 to share everything I'd learned about podcasting. After producing 75 episodes, I took a break to produce a couple of online courses about podcasting. Uh, those are called Successful Podcasting, Logic Pro 10 for Podcasters, and GarageBand for Podcasters. So what topics am I going to cover in this show? So as I'm recording this trailer episode on September 2nd, 2019, I've actually already produced 80 episodes about a wide range of topics, including how to start a podcast, what gear you'll need to make a podcast, how to grow your audience, how to outline a podcast episode, how to make your show sound good, so like recording, mixing, and mastering, how to write great episode notes, how to sound natural while recording a script, recording, how to sound, wow, I'd screw this up. How to sound natural when reading a script, how to make money with a podcast, how to streamline your podcast production workflow, and uh, a lot more. Now, most of these episodes were recorded between 2015 and 2017 when I was working as a podcast editor and producer for my friend Sean McCabe. While a lot of the advice and the tips I shared are still helpful, a lot has changed in podcasting since I recorded those first 75 episodes, and I've improved a lot as a podcaster as well. So I'm planning on rewriting and re-recording most of this first run of episodes, and uh, I hope you'll find my podcasting journey helpful and inspiring. So at this point, I'm going to play my intro music and then tell you my, my backstory, kind of how I ended up as a professional podcast editor and producer. And if you're not really interested in hearing my backstory, you're welcome to skip ahead to the episodes. Uh, you can check the, the episode notes for this trailer episode. I'll link to all the, the, the different episodes and where you can find them and a few other cool stuff. But uh, yeah, so if you're interested in hearing my story, how I ended up as a podcast producer, then keep listening. Oh, one other quick thing I want to mention. The artwork and music for this show is created by Sean McCabe. So thanks to Sean for producing great stuff and letting me use it for my show. And welcome to the podcast, dude. That's me. It's also my show. Hope that's not confusing. All right, so my story. Uh, as of right now, it's Monday, September 2nd. It's 11 a.m. I am 34 years old, and uh, I live in Fort Worth, Texas currently. And my story really starts with music. So my mom is a classically trained singer who also plays guitar and piano, and she taught me and, and all my siblings how to sing and gave us piano lessons when we were very young. So I grew up with a lot of music, and I started learning how to play drums when I was 12. Truthfully, it was because I wanted to impress a girl that I had a crush on, um, but I ended up really just enjoying drums. So pretty, pretty soon after that, I decided that uh, my life goal was to be a professional drummer, but I wasn't really sure how to make that happen or if I would even make any money from it. 
So as I got into my late teens and into my college years, I didn't really have a plan for how to achieve any of my dreams. So I just kind of ended up drifting for a while, uh, drinking too much, partying too much, not doing great at college, working lame jobs, and just kind of wasting a lot of time and money. And I woke up one day when I was 21 and realized that like my life kind of sucked and I really hated it. So I decided I'd make a you know make some big changes, set some goals, and start pursuing my dreams. I had wanted to be in a band and, and go on tour and stuff, but I knew that most musicians didn't make much money, especially in the beginning, and uh, I didn't even have much money to get started, so I wasn't sure what to do. I'd started working in an automotive parts factory around that time. It was this, this place called JMAC in Weatherford, Texas, if you want to look it up. Uh, but the work sucked, and it didn't pay very much, so uh, I didn't want to be broke my whole life. So I started thinking about it, and I got this idea in my head that maybe I could find a job that I could do on a laptop so I could make some money while traveling with a band. So in my early 20s, I think I was 22, 23 at this point, I, I typed into Google how to make money from a laptop. That could have gone a totally different way, but what I found was uh, some articles about how it was possible to start a web design business and work from home. So that sounded pretty cool. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to learn how to be a a web designer. So I got this book and uh, it was talking all about starting a a business and, you know, how to make websites and and be a graphic designer and all these other things. I was like, okay, cool. Let me learn about this. Maybe I could do this uh, from my computer. I discovered podcasts around the same time too, while I was working at that, uh, that automotive parts factory and I started listening to shows like Radio Lab and This American Life, uh, but also a lot of independent shows just about random things, you know, that I found interesting like business and marketing and web design and, and even audio engineering, just shows from people really all over the world. I still remember this one show about marketing from this random guy from Australia and it was just him talking about business and, and being a marketer. And I was like, this, this is cool. Like podcasts are awesome. Uh, so this all was kind of taking place between about 2009 and 2012. So how I got into podcasts and, and eventually podcast production and editing Podcasts really played a huge role in my self-education because I could listen to shows while working, driving, or doing chores, Um, and I was learning valuable things constantly and being introduced to ideas and potential opportunities that I wouldn't have known about otherwise. And around this same time, I was also starting to study uh, audio engineering because as a musician, I was curious and interested in recording, mixing, and mastering uh, because I wanted to make demos for the bands I was playing with. And I started, eventually I got interested in starting a podcast, as most people do who really love podcasts. Um, I started a podcast with some friends that I'd met on this now defunct social network called app.net. Uh, it was kind of like an alternative to, a paid alternative to Twitter that didn't really work out. But the show was called Social Converse, and it was just just a show some people I knew on there wanted to start. And uh, it wasn't terribly great, but I knew I knew the most about working with audio, so I volunteered to be the editor, and that's where I learned how to how to do recording, how to get audio from co-hosts, put it all together, you know, publish an MP3, and then get it out into an RSS feed so that the show could get uh, into iTunes and uh, and other podcast apps. So around that around that same time, I noticed that a lot of my my favorite independent podcasts didn't have really great sound quality. It seems like the sound quality and the editing was something a lot of people were struggling with. There was a show I really liked called The Shop Talk Show. It was about uh, making websites. And back then, they were recording their Skype conversations and just using that raw audio 
using the raw audio from that call for their podcast. And this is a pretty common practice back in 2012 and actually still is pretty common. But what this meant was that there would occasionally be problems with their audio. You know, the, the levels of their guests might be a lot quieter um, than the hosts or there would be dropped calls, stuff that could have been edited out. Um, just, it wasn't terrible and it was, it was charming in a way, but I really liked the show and I, I thought I could help them. I was like, oh, I can do this editing for them. So I just sent them an email and I said, Hey, I'm a big fan. I'd like to help you by taking over the editing for the show. If you can get everyone on the call to record a track on their computer and then send all those files to me afterwards, I'll put them all together in my editing program. I'll do some editing and mixing. I'll make it all sound good. Kind of take care of that. So you don't have to. And, and, you know, hopefully it'll sound better. And they agreed and even offered to pay me a little bit for doing each episode, which was super exciting for me at the time. I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting paid to make podcasts. So that was really the start of my career as a podcast editor and producer. And around that same time, I started working with the Shop Talk Show guys. I saw a job posting on authentic jobs from Dan Benjamin, who's the founder of the 5x5 Network. He was looking for an audio engineer for his podcast network. Now, the job was uh, Austin-based only, and I live in Fort Worth, so I, you know, I couldn't move down there just to get this job. And he explicitly said he didn't want people who were willing to relocate. He wanted someone in Austin. But that planted a seed in my mind. You know, Maybe podcast editing could be a full-time remote job for me. And I'd actually found a band around that same time. Um, this guy, Colton Moore, was looking for a drummer. Uh, so we started playing shows and, and traveling around. And I was, I was working weird hours and filling all my free time either listening to podcasts or editing them. And it was super cool because I could be editing, the, you know, editing podcasts before and after shows or while we were driving to and from these different venues. And the guys from the Shop Talk show, they kept referring their friends to me, uh, people who were interested in starting podcasts or had questions or needed an editor. Uh, so before long, I had, I had more weekly clients, and I was, also, I was also answering a lot of questions about podcasting and helping people start shows. Some of those people ended up hiring me to be the editor. A lot of people just went on to do their own uh, editing, but that was fine. I really, I found I really enjoyed helping people make podcasts and answering questions about all of it, uh, but I got tired of writing responses to the same questions over and over again. So I put up a page on my personal website offering podcast editing services, and I also wrote a few blog posts to answer some of the most frequently asked questions. So after a few months, I think it was about six months of doing this, my site actually started showing up in the number one spot on Google if you searched for podcast editor. So this brought me a lot more questions, but also more clients. I started getting more and more podcast editing clients, and eventually I had enough to where I was like, oh, I'm making more money than I'm making at this job that I'm working. Uh, I'd got a job as like a junior front-end web developer. I wasn't great at making websites, but I'd learned enough at that point to kind of, to kind of fake it, to do it not well, but uh, I could do it. So I, so I quit the job as the, um, the junior front-end web developer and started working as a, a podcast editor and producer. So all of this happened between about 2010 and early 2014. And around that time, I, I met this guy in uh, uh, San Antonio. He's a hand lettering artist. His name was Sean McCabe. He wanted to start a podcast and an online community for artists and entrepreneurs. So I was like, cool, this sounds interesting. This sounds fun. Like, you sound, you sound pretty cool. So I ended up helping him start his show. I was a co-host for it for a while. And, uh, and he eventually hired me to be a, a, a full-time employee for his small business. And we started some more podcasts. And it was around that time that I started this show too, 2015. 
So um, you can actually hear more of this story on the original episodes of the show uh, up until the point I re-record them and <laughs> replace them with the new version of the episodes. Uh, but the original version of all the episodes will be available at, uh, at seanwest.com slash archive And uh, Sean West is spelled S-E-A-N-W-E-S. And that's the name of his brand. That's not his name. His name is Sean. It's a little bit confusing. I know. It's fine. But if you want, you can go listen and hear what I sounded like when I was first getting started with podcasting. I think it's pretty interesting to contrast just how much, you know, how differently I sound now than I did back then. Even things like I've gotten way better at at mixing and mastering. So hopefully you agree with me that this sounds better than the first episode I recorded in 2015. If it doesn't, then uh, then I'm a complete failure. Anyways, you can also check out all the original show notes there um, that I'd made as well over on the archive. So there's a link to that in the episode notes for this episode. Um, anyways, so that is a not-so-quick introduction to me. I appreciate you listening. I hope, uh, hope this gives you a little bit of context for the rest of this show if you want to dive in. You can check out the podcastdude.com slash episodes to see a full list of the uh, currently available episodes for the show. And if you have a question that I haven't answered in one of those episodes, or if you just want to say hi and introduce yourself... You can reach me via email at Aaron at the podcastdude.com, or you can leave me a voicemail at uh, the Google Voice mailbox I have set up. It's 817-381-8219. Or you can drop me a comment on my YouTube channel if you prefer YouTube. Um, it's youtube.com slash the podcast dude. And I'm on Instagram as well, but I don't do a lot with that. It's kind of like just a, I don't know, fun thing I'll post pictures to every once in a while. Okay, so that's it for now. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and happy podcasting.